this is about an enhancement. This is about an, a more immersive experience, not even immersive audio experience, but an immersive experience. Because even if we tried and we just wanted to experience one sense, we can't. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Gina Isham. But it was an interesting take on it just to sort of get that feel from them when you're going into a Starbucks, because otherwise I think you wouldn't get that feel at all. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah I think that uh, I remember them doing that uh, in my area a while ago, but I don't know if they're still necessarily. I mean, they've got the music playing, mm -hmm. uh, you know, through their systems and stuff, but I don't know if they do the independent artist thing anymore. Um, at least in my experience, but, but definitely they're channeling an experience and mm -hmm. they use sound for that. Uh, I was reading, uh, oh, I think it was Joel Beckerman's Sonic Boom book. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he was talking about how Disneyland uses sound. Now Disneyland is ah. just a pro at everything, mm -hmm. but, um, I thought this was really cool. Uh, maybe I'm the last one to know about this. I don't know, but what they would do is Sound was very important as you transferred from one land to another. So when you were going from, uh, oh gosh, I'm going to say it wrong, but like pioneer land to tomorrow land or something mm -hmm. like that, they had the acoustics just treated so that you didn't overhear like the, um, too much of like the airplanes or like the activity outside of Disneyland. And you were experiencing whatever that music was for frontier, frontier land. But as you would pass through, like, say, some trees or something into Tomorrowland, they had it so that it was such a fine-tuned uh, transition from Frontierland sounds to Tomorrowland sounds that it just, it worked as you were passing through into the other. It didn't invade the experience you just had, and it's not interrupting this, the experience that you're just about to have. It's very cool. And that's, and that's not necessarily the songs that are playing, but like yeah. the atmospheric sounds of mm -hmm. maybe Frontierland has frogs croaking and then you go to Tomorrowland and you hear a spaceship or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, it was so seamless uh, that it didn't, it didn't cut the experiences, but it also wasn't jarring when you moved from one land to another. It just, it worked. Yeah, that's art. Yes. There's definitely an art to that. Yeah. That is There's a lot of art. art that goes into Disney World mm -hmm. <laughs> and Disneyland mm -hmm. and yeah, all of that. Yeah. It's amazing. But I, I don't know even how they would manage that. I guess that they have speakers pretty much they everywhere. Yeah. And if you angle them in certain directions and you mm -hmm. can hide them with trees and shrubs and whatever else, you know, you have around there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that is definitely artful. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like everything about their experience is like uninterrupted, just seamless moving from one thing to another. Yeah, really impressive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so speaking of impressive, <laughs> uh, when did you start your podcast and what made you want to start it? Because I mean, it's yeah. impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess just to step back, uh, 
I was, like I said, I was, I'm right. I'm a writer. I'm a composer and everything. And, um, when my husband and I got married, uh, eight years ago, almost eight years ago, um, we combined our companies. So I'm audio, he's video. So we have an audio video production company. And, um, when we started to really do our stuff full time, I had to figure out how to market both audio and video and not knowing the video end as well. I started to do a lot of self-education on marketing and realized I loved it. I loved it, <laughs> which is so bizarre. Uh, just the the whole idea of like sociology and anthropology and psychology, like all of this goes into play, things I was never interested in before, but it was super interesting <laughs> at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through this, through this, I found the lack of sound strategy that it just, as a musician, I was just like, why did you just throw that in there? You know? And then kind of understanding what marketing was, I was going, that's not going to, that's not going to land well, or that's only going to work one off. Why aren't they addressing this issue or this issue? And so I started this self-led journey into sound marketing and realized that there was a lot missing. So I started to make these connections because there wasn't that much like conversation happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like probably about three years ago or so. There wasn't a lot of conversation happening. So I was seeking out the people that were talking about it. And through that, I was interviewing them for the podcast. And the, the real reason for the podcast was I retain information a lot better when it's repeated to me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was more for my own benefit. Mm-hmm. So I would interview these people of interest to me that I felt knew what was going on and people that I felt other people needed to know about, I would interview them and ask them my questions and expand and they would expand upon it. And then I edit my own podcast as well. So I was listening to it again. And then through that, it would inspire an article. So I would write an article, which would be putting it in my head again. Um, So that's kind of how that started. So the podcast is almost two years old. I think I'm at... 72 episodes, 73. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Oh, just over 70. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's fun. I get to meet a lot of cool people. I'm in the podcast space, which is really, really fascinating. Um, I'm finding that to be a really interesting and lovely place to be. I really it is. am. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> and, and it also just helps my own education again, mm-hmm. following how podcasting goes and podcast advertising and how people are using that medium and coming up with some like creative ideas of how I would want to produce another podcast or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's kind of all good things. And through that, I started writing articles uh, and then now I'm doing like kind of thought piece articles. And um, and then from that, uh, I think this last summer, my husband said, because you've got all this information, you should probably put it like organized in one place. And so that's where the course came from that uh, is called Sounds, Power and Influence in Marketing. Mm-hmm. I have ideally two more coming out by the end of the year, one on sonic branding and the other one on sensorial marketing. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I do. Fantastic. Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com audio-branding-strategy. 
that location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website. And I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now, back to the podcast. Can you talk a little more about the course? I, I would love to let people know where they can find that and, and you know, what would be included in it. Sure. Um, the website is soundinmarketing.com. And like I said, I've got the one course right now up and uh, two more to follow. And basically the premise of sounds, power and influence in, in marketing is we go back, like I said before, to the beginning of sound, which is the beginning, beginning, and realize that we are sound and we do make sound regardless of what you think. Why don't we make it on purpose? And uh, that's kind of where I come from. So we, we talk about the beginning of sound. We talk about the beginning of recorded sound, uh, uh, early radio advertising, mm -hmm. advertising in sound and internet world that we are in today, um, sounds purchase power, that it creates uh, reaction and action, and how our brain responds to sound. And I actually spoke at a, I had a presentation recently where I found out that we do actually receive sound before sight into our brains. So sound, I believe, takes 10 to 20 milliseconds and vision take, takes 20 to 40 milliseconds. Oh, okay. So there's a bit of a gap there. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. I, I, I always felt like it got to our brains first, mm -hmm. but now I have a stat. So it does. It's true. Yeah. Stats are good. Yeah. <laughs> the proof is good to have. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think the course is for? Who would benefit from it most? Um, well, I really, you know, I think that it sounds so redundant, but I think that UX designers would really benefit from this mm -hmm. because uh, they they do a lot of development and um, it, it's a lot of like when you get into your niche, uh, you only see that one element of voice or sound, but there's more to it. And so I feel like that this would kind of like open up the perspective and potentially give some more creative ideas that people could utilize when they're uh, creating a chat bot or another audio app or um, even for like flash briefings or skills or actions. I think that opening up the possibilities of what you can do with sound can really open up the possibilities that you can do with tech. So UX designers, definitely, I feel they could really benefit from taking this, this course. I also really want um, marketers and brand managers and even advertising agencies to really take a look at this because we've all just had one piece of the puzzle. And I think that there's, there's more to it. So the idea of this class is not that I'm preaching to you necessarily, but I want to kind of open up the possibilities in your brain. I want your brain to start 
spinning and thinking independently of what I'm saying. And I've spoken with companies before and I've seen this happen and it's really exciting where I say my thing and then I look at the people I'm speaking to and I can see the wheels clicking. And (laughs) sometimes they'll even say, oh, well, we could do this with that. And oh, there's this possibility. I didn't say that. They did. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of what I want from this class is to inspire people to think independent of what I'm saying, because it is accessible to us. We can understand it. It's just a matter of shifting our perspective, sitting back for a minute, really taking a moment and seeing what is it that we can do with sound? How can we transform our brand or our product or even our own persona if it's like an influence or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really one of the major reasons I started my own podcast. So Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. From a different perspective, actually, like coming at it from from the voice acting end Mm -hmm. of things. So I was more on the advertising agency end of things, I guess, Uh rather than, um, you know, composing and and voice AI. So it was Mm -hmm. kind of an interesting, I I mean, I definitely think they meet in the middle. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. There's just so many aspects of it to talk about. That's very true. Yeah. And you do this on monthly chats as well, right? You do these sound on purpose chats. Do Mm -hmm. you want to talk a little about that? Sure. Yeah. I'm hosting a monthly make sound on purpose uh, Zoom chat where we talk for about an hour. And um, generally I'll pick a topic uh, unless someone otherwise has one. And uh, then we, we start talking on it and it usually transforms into something else, but it at least gives us a a talking point. And the idea of the Make Sound on Purpose meetings is to bring together a lot of different voice industry people. Um, so like, for example, Jody has joined and she- <laughs> met a lot of really interesting people besides right? yourself, you know, well, which that, of course. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. And you could probably speak to this. We're all coming from different angles. Like all mm-hmm. of us do different things. And I truly feel like we are a spider web of a community, Mm -hmm. you know, like we all fit together. We all associate strands of pieces of information. And, um, it's not about us competing against others. I really feel if we can feed off of each other on what we know and what we've experienced, what's worked and what hasn't worked, we can make the voice industry as a whole stronger for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. So I have to ask, um, where do you see all of this going in the future? Like, what is the future of sound? Where do you want it to go? <laughs> I want it to be understood. I, I think that there's huge potential for where we're going in voice. And it's not about taking over smartphones or, um, you know, like taking over anything. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, phones are not going anywhere. There's too much functionality to them. This isn't a, this is about an enhancement. This is about an, a more immersive experience, not even immersive audio experience, but immersive experience. Because even if we tried and we just wanted to experience one sense, we can't. And, um, I did this example for Lingo Fest a little while ago where I tried to focus on like one song and I closed my eyes and I thought about it and maybe I'm listening to that song, but I'm also feeling the breeze of the wind coming through the window. I'm smelling what's in the kitchen. Um, I taste my leftover coffee, (laughs) you know, but I'm Mm -hmm. focused on that one song but I'm Mm -hmm. still experiencing all the other senses. And so what I really want to see happen 
with sound is that people recognize that and embrace it and make a better experience because of it. I know that we're all dealing with a lot these days, so I really wanted to acknowledge those that have gone out of their way to leave an honest review of this podcast. Like Mary, who writes, Interesting how audio and sound makes a big difference in marketing and branding. Thanks for sharing a lot of valuable information. Keep up the good work. Thanks so much, Mary. I'm really glad you're finding the podcast useful. And for those of you that are interested, you can also leave a voice review now off of the main podcast page. It's super simple, and I'd love to hear what you think. Now, back to the show. I love that. Yeah. I think there is a a lot more that we are not yet aware of, actually. I think that there's a lot more potential for this than people give it credit for right now. And I think we're going to learn more as computers catch up with us instead of us having to catch up with them. (laughs) Yes, I agree. I totally agree with that. I think that we were launched into something with all this voice tech where we're experiencing this stuff in real time, where we're being innovative and uh, technologically advanced at the same time. So tech mm-hmm. and innovation are kind of going hand in hand. And it's it's a very interesting time to be a part of this. It definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one thing I wanted to sort of mention, because I think people would be really interested in this. What was that... Um, uh, that series, that video series that you were oh, telling me about. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a company called Mindshare and they had, and it was 2018, I think it was, they did a two season series, web series, just of like six minute short episodes of, uh, they called it media dystopia. And so they just imagined a, what might happen to the world. And um Mindshare is is kind of a an analytics oh I don't know how to describe them. They're a marketing and analytics kind of company. So they mm-hmm. have a lot of understanding of where things are and where they're going. So they they in, imagined what could happen and they had one episode in season 2 episode 2 called Sound as a Savior and they accurately uh they accurately portrayed what is now happening, in my opinion. And they basically mm-hmm. said that we have become so oversaturated with technology and visuals and just being on that people need to untether and take a break from it. And they're turning to sound because they can still be connected through sound, but they can close their eyes and experience like the theater of the mind even, you know, but they're taking a break from technology, but not really taking a break from technology. Mm -hmm. And I found it interesting that they, they said that people needed to untether because I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of zoom. (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm tired of video. There's just so much. My phone is always dinging Mm -hmm. a notification. There's always a webinar going on. Um, you know, and as we're experiencing this COVID thing, uh, as we're, we're starting to, to step away from our homes more and more, we're still kind of tethered to our homes and we're still like in this bubble. And I like to take a break and sound like a songs on the smart speaker or something like that, a podcast, something like that will help because Mm -hmm. I'm stepping away. And I just thought that it was really brilliant that they predicted that correctly. 
Yeah, I love that whole series. I binge watched it Mm -hmm. after you mentioned it. And what I found was really interesting was that they were back in 2018. Yeah. And of course, we're now in 2021. And it was interesting to see how accurate or not accurate their predictions were. Mm -hmm. And I thought they actually, they kind of hit it out of the park for the most part. Yeah. I thought they did a really, really good job. Yeah, it was very impressive. So if anyone wants to uh, to check that out, I highly recommend it. It's a very interesting series along the lines of Black Mirror, mm, right? Yes. That's kind of what they were going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which so uh, near future. That was a scary. Sh- I watched two or three episodes. I'm like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. That, I can't. Yeah, I, can't yeah, do this. I couldn't get into it either. It, just, <laughs> it freaked me out a little. Yeah. It freaked me out a lot. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of a, a lot of uh, near future stuff that um, yeah. I really hope doesn't happen. <laughs> yes, I agree. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. So, what are you working on right in this moment? <laughs> um, all of the above. I'm working on getting another course done. I've got uh, three or four chapters uh, done. The outline is done. Um, I'm reaching out a lot more to marketers and brand managers rather than our voice first community, Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like, uh, we're kind of talking in circles at this point, uh, and we need to face outward and speak to the companies and, uh, the associations that could utilize what it is that we're creating and we're talking about and the things we're doing. So um, trying to reach out more to marketing and brand managers and even advertising agencies to get the word out and let them know what's happening specifically on Sonic Branding. Um, because, you know, it hurts my heart when something doesn't land, but it's because of execution. So um, yeah, that's that's what I'm working on right now. Great. And how could people get in touch with you if they wanted to do that? Uh, and Jody can attest to this. I'm very active on LinkedIn. So you can find me on LinkedIn, J-E-A-N-N-A and Isham, I-S-H-A-M. Uh, so I'm on there. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I also have my two websites. So there's soundandmarketing.com and, uh, you can join my newsletter there. And then I also have dreamer productions, D-R-E-A-M-R productions.com. And that is my main page where you can hire me for consultations or events. Um, and also I create Sonic branding. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for being here with me today, Gina. I, I love this discussion and I'm looking forward to everything that you have going on in the future. Cause it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Jody. I really appreciate it. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time.